Hi, you guys. So, I'm back again with another podcast. Um, do you know what? I've read, I've read, fucking hell, get your head together. I've listened to every single, to what, <clears throat> the last couple of podcasts that I've done and all all I say in every podcast is, um, I'm literally like, um, 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 like, it's, it sounds horrendous. I don't know how half of you listen to it, but anyway, so I've put some, I've actually put some music on in the background uh, today and I really hope you can't hear it because people are listening to it and think jesus how old is she because they're all just like 90s boy band and stuff (laughs) stuff like that so today um the podcast is all about um my business so lauren foxton hair um all about opening the salon like my apprenticeship where it came from and stuff like that um it's not an overly interesting podcast it's just telling once again my story um and hopefully it inspires someone to just do it really like if you know if you're thinking about leaving your current job if you've already got if you if you're doing something else something that you love um and you want to you know take it that one step further and go self-employed or you know do it full-time i hope it inspires someone to um Look, I did it again. Uh, I hope it inspires someone to just do it and believe in yourself, really. Um, so I did just sit down with some food and I thought, oh, I'll do a podcast. And then I thought, who the fuck even wants to listen to me chomping about with bloody salmon and bagel in my mouth? Absolutely no one. So I've just eaten it and now I'm regretting it because it's all stuck in my teeth. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so when I left school... Um, I got an apprenticeship job um, at a salon. Um, obviously, that's where everyone starts. You pretty much clean for like a whole fucking year. Um, and I did, I enjoyed it. Um, but like I will, you know, it got to a point where I, can, I had more knowledge and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, what, you know, when, when am I going to be able to do more stuff? So... <clears throat> um, when I was working there, um, I was doing like a lot of family members, like my sisters and stuff. And to be honest, like they let me do, ha- they helped me do ha- more hands-on stuff. But my knowledge about colours and stuff like that really, really came from like I-, I was obsessed. Anyone who's got a job like that, like nails or any even anything, will know like watching, like with watching YouTube videos and stuff like that, like how much it helps you and how much it really you look like you don't realize how much you do take him and that instagram youtube and stuff like that helped me a lot especially with knowledge so i feel like if you learn a new skill or anything like that like instagram um youtube videos um sometimes pinterest do like step-by-step stuff um anything even if you just google it like is really really helpful just for like other other people's techniques and stuff like that that'll help you um <clears throat> so yeah i was working there uh, from when i left school in 2014 so i was 16 uh and i went right up to me being 18 so i was 18 in the march and i left 
uh, in the November of that year, so November 2016, basically just because I was, I was trying to build up a, a client base and I'd just started my hair Instagram hair account at that point. And I had a couple of friends and st- like other people that were coming to me, but not a lot, like I didn't have a full-on client base. Um, and I remember saying to my mum, like, I don't want to work for someone anymore. I want to, like, do... I wish I could do my own thing, but I'm so frightened of, like, obviously... Well, at that point, I was still living at home, so I had no outgoings, really, other than my car. Um, and But I was so frightened of, like, not get, having any money and not being able to pay for my car and stuff like that. And I thought, well, it's going to take me absolutely years to build anything up, anything up, like, that's worth living off. So my mum was like, well, don't do it then. Literally do not do it. If you're not happy where you are, but you love you love your job, then just do it. What does it matter? You know, like if it's meant to be, it'll meant, it's meant to be. And if you work hard, you know, stuff will come, stuff will come and people will come and they'll realise your talent. So <clears throat> I left, uh, obviously, November 2016. The thing is with that, like, with the salon that I was working at, like... I loved hairdressing, but they made me hate it so much because I was, like, they were not letting me do anything. So I left um, and I literally went self-employed and I literally had about three clients, I think, and I probably had maybe, like, 50 followers on Instagram. Probably probably not even that. And um, I started doing... I started working at another salon, this was self-employed, so I was paying for a chair. Um, and I was doing, like, a lot of friends and the people who worked there, I was doing a lot of theirs, um, still doing family members. And I just totally, and I put 100% into everything that I did. <clears throat> and I put, well, you know, like, it was really hard because, obviously, even though... I didn't have a lot of money at that point because I was on, like, shitty wage. I had a bit of a savings, but my mum helped me, like, buy my first um, lot of... What is it? Brain's gone. Stock. Um, so <clears throat> when um, when I was doing that and, like, you know, I realised... Like, I noticed more people coming to me. Like, a lot of it were word of mouth. And the place that I were working at there helped me... Um, like gain some clients and stuff like that and people to be honest who uh, whose hair I used to do at the old place like that had come from that old place that followed me as well um <clears throat> so you know I'd come from absolutely nothing really like I say 50 50 followers on Instagram probably not even that three actual real clients and one of them were my fucking sister for a start Um <laughs> uh, and anyway, obviously, I've said in my podcast, like, I suffer with anxiety and thought that, that when I did that, even though I was happy because I, I'd, I'd got away from that and I was doing my own thing, I was just anxious constantly. So, because I'd done it in the November and then in the December, it was Christmas, so it picked up a lot. So, like, I, th- I remember a lot at that time I was taking a lot of cash because um, mobile banking weren't really popular then, I don't think. Um, and I remember, <clears throat> I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk money, but oh well. Um, I remember having like £600 in cash and to me that then that were a lot of money. I'd never ever had that kind of money before. Like I'd had it in, I don't even think I'd had it in savings. I think most I'd ever had in my savings at that point were like 300 quid. So 
I kept like obviously Christmas were busy and I kept going and I knew January were going to be a bit of a down um but I just I kept hammering Instagram probably pissing and annoying people off and I still do that now um uh, and I stayed at that place then I think just after my birthday so like April time 2017 and I left there and I went to work at another place and um just I don't know why really I just sometimes you just feel like you need to move on do you know what I mean like I don't know a few times like I'd, I'd feel like oh I don't really you know I don't I don't know like I would get a bad vibe and then I'd be like right I need to go I need to move on so I went to another place um and that's when it really really started to pick up so like the the place I was at then um I that's when I found out that I was pregnant with Jacks then at the end of that year uh, and that's when I really like I remember obviously the I was pregnant I was young uh, and I remember thinking right I really need a hammer now I need to get on with work and sometimes I would cry and be like oh my god like why does no one want to come even though people will walk come in and Tyler say that to me all the time like have you been working have you worked a 12-hour shift today and I'd be like well yeah and they're like well people are coming then and I think especially a lot of self-employed people it's it's really hard because it's on your mind constantly like what if all of a sudden money just stopped coming what if money just stopped what if my clients just suddenly pissed off and never ever came to me ever ever again and it used to frighten me so much and I know now like I've had clients that'll come I can't and I'll be honest I've had clients that'll come and then like maybe you know they might come for a good year or so and then you notice that they've gone somewhere else and I think I've done that myself like I've stuck to one hairdresser or one nail tech and then I've gone somewhere else and I think sometimes it's just like oh I just want to try something different like I know a lot of people like I've had clients coming to me now for like three four years and obviously I'm so grateful for that but like you know we've all got sometimes we've got to move on you've got to try something new and that when I used to see that it if that someone had been somewhere else, it used to absolutely kill me, like, but you've just got to not let it get to you, because it's like, it might not be the fact you've done anything wrong, they might just want to try some, somewhere else, or someone different, you know, it probably just wasn't meant to be, there's, the thing is, with me, and what my mum used to say to me all the time, is, you know, money, money flows, so, you know, you have to, to generate it, you have to spend it, and, you know, sometimes I've, I think Jesus I've spent too much you know in regards to like bloody clothes or whatever but you know if, if you if you set your goals right in your head like well, what you're wanting to do with money and that the, I'll talk about money more and manifestation in another podcast um but that was the big thing for me about being self-employed was just money were on my mind constantly and it became like a bit of a a bit of a uh what's the word unhealthy like obsession with it and it was a bit like if I don't have this much in my bank account then I'll look poor or if I don't have this much then what if this happens and and I, I, to be honest I still have ways like that now but you have to stop yourself and be like you know people will come to you people will they'll pay for your services if you you know like if you put your all in people will notice that and it's so true so I was at uh, that place, obviously, after I'd had Jack's. I was there for, like, a good... Nearly a year and a half, I reckon. And the business, you know, it was really, really 
it was really growing but I feel like because I was still in someone else's salon I was just renting a chair I feel like that's would set me back as well and I was so ambitious about hair and I and I love my job so much I love the people I love meeting new people and I love talking as you can already tell um but I just think I, I remember just thinking right I'm ready now I'm ready now like Jack's at this point when I decided to to open the salon uh I think he will like come well it were too far it was 2019 when I opened it, so he was like nearly one at that point. Um, I'd thought about it for so many, you know, well, for for a while before, but it was just having the guts to do it, and and not just the guts, but the money as well, because I don't always want to rely on. I didn't want to rely on family. I had my own family, it was my own money, it was my own goal. I needed to do it for myself. So I remember I was looking and stuff like that, and Tyler actually drove past it um one time and it anyone who's been to the salon it's literally so cute it's just enough for me and obviously Paige who comes on a weekend to do makeup it's just enough and I do want like I, I've got um oh god I'm losing my train of thought today gosh um I've got like um ideas like I want to do when I want to brand branch out and have a bigger brand and stuff like that that <clears throat> I am currently working on um but I was ready I was ready to move on I was ready to do it and I just thought if I don't do it now I'll I'll never ever do it I'll never do it so um I um I remember I went to view the place and, I, and when I went it was literally the biggest shittle you've ever seen in your life and I remember thinking how can I make how can I make this nice like or somewhat reasonable when I went in it were like if anyone's been in salon, there's a big archway that steps down into like an, a little bit, a little air, another area, uh, and that was all boarded up. And I remember thinking, what am I gonna do? Like, I can't. What? It would just disgusting. It had blue walls. It were like weird laminate flooring that want laminate flooring, um, and I just thought, oh. And I remember saying to Tyler, like, what am I gonna do? Because it's gonna cost me a fortune to do it out. So, you know. I'd had savings and bless like my grandparents and stuff. They really helped out with me because they knew how much I needed it. They knew how much that I needed to move on and they knew how much I wanted it so bad. Um, so my granddad, bless him, he literally painted every single wall. Bearing in mind, he's like in his late 60s. He was there every single day painting for me because I couldn't be there every day, especially when I had jacks. Um you know, I did my bits and obviously I was picking out furniture and stuff like that. Um, and it took, if if it had done it at my pace, I'd have been still there now decorating it, I think. But my granddad literally got it done in like a month. Walls painted, new flooring, furniture, my sign, everything. Um, and um, I th yeah, it literally took a month. So I moved, I started then in April 2019 and still even then I was a little bit anxious because I thought well now I've got you know a rent to pay on this place and and you know uh electric and water and stuff like that and I was like oh my god like how am I even going to do this like and the same thing again just anxiety constantly like what if 
my clients just suddenly just stop coming and I feel like that's what every single self-employed person will have and but you've just got to once you've done it you have to keep it going so just think like well I've done it now I need to just do it I need to get on with it I need to work hard and it'll come through so um by then I was I was I had I were having clients in every week like all week obviously and you know I was back to back all most days um it's still even now it's still a daunting scary thought when you've come from literally nothing like free clients like when I left that the my, my apprenticeship place to me going self-employed it was literally like what am I doing what am I doing and I like I said because I'd because I'd done it I had to carry on doing it and I had to just work hard and I I think that's that is my message that like I've spoken to people there's a lot of clients who have their own business or whatever and I'm like I say to them every time I know it's sounds scary but literally just do it just do it and I think when you're because when I was uh, working for someone else when I was an apprentice I was obviously doing family members and I did a couple of people outside of work but I couldn't put my 100% into them because I was still working. I couldn't put 100% into try and build a client base out of work because I was still working. Uh, and I feel like that that's the same with anybody who's trying to become self-employed or work for the self or anything. It's about it, the, you know, the like, oh, well, I've got this job, so I can't put my 100% into it. I can't put my all into it. So that is the one piece of advice that I would give absolutely anybody um if they're wanting to become self-employed and work for themselves and build a business is just go 100% just go for it so you know I'm I'm still the same place now and I absolutely love it and the good thing about my job and the best thing about being self-employed obviously is you work your own hours but I feel like sometimes when you work for yourself you work more hours than what you would if you worked for somebody else and that's because you're just constantly thinking like I want to you know I need to please everyone and stuff like that and sometimes I've come home a Tyler and I'm I'll be you know I think what people forget is that I can't I don't just switch off when I come home if 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 I've got a client uh, and she's had something completely different and she says to me oh, I'm unsure I don't know I will go home and think about that all night I'll be and that's the thing with being self-employed and living with anxiety it's 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 like you don't ever switch off from your job and especially now with the lockdowns it's even worse because it's like well what if people just don't come back what if people can't afford to come back and what if you know what I mean it's the same thing like it's a a never-ending circle when you're self-employed and you're running a business but you know you've got to try and take that mindset out of it and switch off from work sometimes I mean but it's really hard because you're so invested in your job because you love it you're invested in the people like I've built friendships for life really from doing hair like there's people that I've known from when I were doing being an apprentice that I were doing then or when I just left from me being 18 so like five years ago so it's like it's not just a job I don't think hairdressing or even nail tech makeup artists anyone like that it's not just a job it's like a life kind of thing because I 
you know, even now I text some of my clients and we'll have conversations and, you know, it's really, it's really, it's such a nice feeling when people make you feel like, oh, she's, that you're not just their hairdresser, they're your friend as well and obviously, you know, we work for money but I don't always, you know, I, I work, obviously I work for money and I work for good money but I work for happiness and what's the point in being unhappy at your job? Because I couldn't stand there in that salon 12, 13, 14 hours a day and be unhappy. I just couldn't do it. And another thing as well with being self-employed that I've learned and having the salon and having my own businesses is like, and this any any self-employed person who's offering a service will te- will say this, is if you're, you've ever had someone rude in your salon and they're being rude to you, you have every right to tell that person to leave. And I've actually done it twice now. And I just think even though I'm providing a service, doesn't mean you can speak to me like shit. I would rather you leave and not me get, not gain any money from that appointment whatsoever than gain money from me and you to come back repeatedly, repeatedly to be a dick to me. Do you know what I mean? And I think that took a lot for me because I used to just be like all right okay like I will fix it and and I'd do clients 20 times a month because they weren't happy and I feel like well that you're just picking at stuff now and it's not even a problem and I used to be like all right all right all right and it, I was losing money more than I was gaining money and I was unhappy and I was anxious 24 7 about it and I think one thing that another pointer that I would tell anyone is don't take shit don't ever take shit from people you know, that's your, that's your salon, your environment, that's your happy place, and it's, it's to be filled with nice things, like, you're doing someone's hair, and they're going to walk out of there feeling a million dollars, and feeling amazing, if they've had a shit day, you know, and I always say that hairdressing's not just there for hair, it's there for therapy, and it really is, and sometimes it's there for therapy for me, a lot of my clients know my fucking whole life story, and what, you know, it's really, it's a good thing and it's really rewarding sometimes, especially when I've had long days and every single, you know, if clients message me saying, oh, you know, I really love my hair and it's been nice seeing you or whatever, it's it's such an uplifting boost and it's just, it keeps me going sometimes, even when I do feel anxious, if I think, well, I don't think they like it or what if they come back to me and, or, you know, oh that could have been a bit better like never ever doubt yourself and never doubt your work you know I think like in this lockdown I've done two courses now with the people who um because I, I supply with fudge hair I've done I've used many different colors but I feel like this is the best one um and I've had a lot of com- like compliments from my clients for it and I've done two like classes with them just on like basic stuff and just a, bits of knowledge that you might have forgot about or thought oh that's that's a good that's not a way I would have done it but you know and I think it's always good to grow in stuff like that in your business don't ever just be setting your ways and be like oh I'm the best and that's it this and there's always room for improvement and I feel like that sometimes and especially now my sister is learning the stuff that she's told me obviously from now that she's a like learning and a learner and it's all new the stuff that she's told me and I've I've thought, oh well that's changed since I did it and it was only six year six, seven, six years ago, I think. Um and I it's like I say, it's you can't don't ever just set in your ways, always always be better and always 
strive to be better and work on your goals and work on your techniques and everything like you're never better than anybody else and another pointer that I would give to someone who is you know wanting to go self-employed have their own business whatever is just believe in yourself you know like I see so many salons hairdressers beauty therapists makeup artists uh, nail techs extension people everything even down to bloody painters and decorators that I follow on Instagram don't ever ever doubt yourself I know some people that have got you know I only have got 500 followers and they are fucking amazing at their job like honestly don't ever that's the big thing with social media it's good in one way but it's not in another it, 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 now I think if you're not if you've not got 10,000 followers you're not worthy of a, an appointment do you know what I mean and I think we need to get out of that and I feel like a lot of it is like word of mouth so if people a lot of people have got something good to say about you or that's better than having 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I always do it to myself, to Tyler. I'm like, oh, well, I must be shit because I've only got 2,500 followers on Instagram. And I can't, you can't think like that. You cannot think like that. Like I said, I know plenty of people who've got 500, 1,000, 1,000 and a half followers and they are absolutely amazing at their job. Like, and, I, you know people like I've got extensions in the girl who does my extension she, she doesn't I feel like she don't get credit for what she does because I'm quite picky with my hair and I've only let my sister do it once <laughs> um but she's amazing at what she does and I love it every single time and I feel like she don't get enough credit and there's nail techs that I know that I've been to that I don't feel like they get enough credit for either and um the girl, I used to have my eyelashes done, but because of fucking COVID, I had a chance to get them done. Um, Megan, she, she has, she, she's been doing lashes now for like four, three, four years, I think, and she don't get a lot of credit for what she does, and she's absolutely amazing at what she does as well, and she's just opened her own salon as well, and that's another thing, just backing yourself, and I just think nowadays, I, I've met a lot of clients that have said to me oh I went there and it they were shit or and a lot of stuff that I get that I do get is oh they didn't they didn't get my colour right the first time and I always say to people it's a process do you know what I mean like just because they didn't get it in one go don't mean they're a shit hairdresser it means they're doing the job right and it's really hard nowadays because I think people have extremely extremely high expectations you know from what they see on Instagram like I get pictures sent to me from celebrities and I'm like is it the hair that you want or the face honestly <laughs> god all my clients who've sent me pictures now will be like you cheeky bitch <laughs> um but yeah I get a lot of like Pinterest photos and I'm like you know that was edited that's not even a real color it doesn't even fucking exist but I, I've been that person, I've been that client, you know, when with anything with, especially, oh, especially with filler, like when I started filling my lips and now that my mum does it, I'm like, but I want it this shape. And mum's like, well, your face isn't even like that and your lips were never like that to begin with, so I can't do that. And I think like, it's the best, it's so good when people come in and they're like, oh, I trust you and whatever, but I still feel like they've got, an expectation in the red and it's really difficult and it, 
you know, we all do it. I've done it myself, but at the end of the day, we're only human beings. I can only deal with what your hair wants me to deal with. If you've got black hair dye and it lifts red, that's that's what it wants me to deal with. Not blonde, hun. You know, can't have everything that we want. You know, if you want to sit in my chair for 12 hours and be scalped bleached up to death and have sharp, a sharp bob there and half piss yellow, that's fine. But that's not the way that I go, girl. I like to do things bit by bit. So I feel like this one is a really short one today. Let me... 28 minutes. 28 minutes. I think this is the shortest I've ever, ever spoke. But it was really just about the birth of Lauren Foxton, really. Lauren Foxton hair. And just about, like, my story. It wasn't a long story, but, you know, I hope it inspires someone to just go for it, really, and just do it. You know, if you're thinking about it, don't just think about it. Just do it. Do it. And... I've spoken, dabbled into a little bit about money, but I will talk about that in another podcast because I've got a lot to say about that, especially talking about unhealthy relationships with money because I've been terrible over the years, like even now sometimes. And Tyler says to me, you are money-orientated. And I'm like, well, in the world. But then I think, no, money doesn't always make us happy, even though it can do, especially when I'm buying myself some nice things. But yeah. So I'll cut it off there, really. So my message today from this podcast is, if you're thinking about it, do it. Believe in yourself. Don't believe everything that you see on Instagram. And if you've only got 500 followers, who knows? You might be the best fucking hairdresser nail tech in this fucking country. And you might only have 500 followers on Instagram. It does not matter. Just because just because you've got 500 followers on Instagram on your normal page doesn't mean that you're ugly. Do you know what I mean? So, so, by the by. Who cares what followers say Instagram? It's not always about that. So believe in yourself. Just do it and just enjoy it. Enjoy work and enjoy building your business. So I will leave it there. Thank you for listening. Bye.